Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Carissa Mom Podcast with the HR Twins. We're so glad that you could join us today and so excited for this episode. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Career Salon Podcast with the HR Twins. Thank you for joining us back for this episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Carla, are you there? Hey, thank you. Welcome everybody into the salon. Come on and sit down. We're having a casual conversation. This is like this laid back conversation, truly a barbershop or or salon type of conversation. It's pretty funny. Today's topic is... Per my last email, passive <laughs> aggressiveness in the workplace. Yes. <laughs> if you worked in corporate America, even if you haven't worked in corporate America, if you work anywhere where you've had to send emails and somebody sends you an email, like they didn't even read your last email. Right. <laughs> I know that burns grits across the yes. and beyond <laughs> burns grits so that's what we're talking about today it's pretty funny actually because I've been trying not to use per my last email in my emails right <laughs> because that is passive aggressive and I don't want to be passive aggressive at work I want to be real right Carla right I mean we should be able to communicate what we need or uh, communicate to our colleague like hey just trying to say I put this in the last email <laughs> right. that I sent the day before I think part of it is we, we don't know how they would respond if we actually said what we're trying to communicate in right. that per my last email type of tone yeah and so we do that passive aggressively to minimize conflict but in the mm-hmm. end it just creates tension and awkwardness yeah. between you and the person that you're communicating with. Because behind that per my last email is sometimes anger. Sometimes yeah. it's annoyed. Yeah. Like annoyed. Like I'm totally annoyed that you're asking me and you didn't read my email. You just clearly didn't read. Right. And so you just never know what they have behind their lack of not reading. Right. So if you go with your sarcasm and say, you know, per my last email, or if you decide to like openly communicate, you don't know how, if they're going to be offended and if they're going to lash out at you. So right. you kind of like walk on eggshells. Just a little let's, Yeah. But let's talk about how we even got to this per my last email. Carla and I were talking about, I think it was this weekend or last week, one of these mm-hmm. days, we talked to each other 50 million times a day. <laughs> we were talking about how even on, this started because on social media, I think we were talking about social media or something, how people could like post a flyer with information, put the link mm-hmm. in the bio. And all you see in the comments is, where do I go buy this? How do I find the link? Right. We're like... Even on social media, it's be, it's like, per my last email, like, people do not read. And no. that's the whole point 
that Carla and I were discussing how irritating it is that people don't read. And as business owners, we really get it now. Just seeing people like building their brands and things and selling things or putting out the word about something on mm-hmm. social media and the, all the, the, all the comments for the majority is like, where is it? What right. time is it? Where's the link? That is so annoying. I mean, it is just so annoying. I think that's where we got this topic from Carla and we're just yeah. applying it to the workplace and beyond, but yeah. that's really annoying. Yeah. And so when you when you come in contact with that, you you've got to wonder what's going on in people's head right. where we disconnect that here we posted something, it's layered with information and details. And yet I think it's because we're obsessed with images. So ah, yeah. That's a part of it. I'm not saying that that's the piece from I think people look at something like an email or a flyer, they don't look at the text. They look at the image of the email. They glance over it like an image. Yeah. And they don't actually read it word for word. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a part of just increasing technology where we're obsessed with images so we can't actually focus focus (laughs) to read each word. Mm-hmm. But we just glance and we look for the picture of it all. Right. That's crazy. But I never thought of about it that way. That's a good. That's, how, that's what, what I feel like we're conditioned. And, you know, of course, if you research this topic and you talk about reading and why people don't read in corporate America, you'll get this whole Google sheet of stuff about how people no longer read as much. Yeah. They don't read books. Yeah, yeah, people don't read books. It's, I mean, that's crazy because as professionals, that's a part of our professional development is to read mm-hmm. books and information to make us better professionals, right? So, Carla, mm-hmm. I was reading an article and it was from The Muse mm-hmm. and it's by Dana Hundley. And she talks about five better ways to follow up than saying, per my last email. I thought this was important because. I need better ways because, and I want you to talk after I read some of these things, I want you (laughs) to read how people type certain things in emails, but what they really meant was, (laughs) let me do this first and then I'll swing it over to you so that that we can have a few chuckles. So this is five better ways to follow up than saying per my last email. And she has some good points in this article, you know, to kind of avoid being passive aggressive. So The five ways. Number one being, of course, we're a fan favorite, be direct. That's really the best approach. And some of the ways that she said you could try with, I'm following up on the below or following up on this, Mm -hmm. whether it's a request, question, assignment, I'm circling back on the below or circling back on this request, question, assignment. I'm checking in on the below. Yeah. I need your input on the below by giving a date and a time. Yeah. I've done that before, the last one, and it still was like, what? I missed it. Like, <laughs> dude, like, you didn't see that? I'm like, my goodness. And I still had to hit them with a per my last email. Oh, I tried God. not to. Number two, restate your request. So pointing your colleague back to the original request won't feel like quite enough. Maybe you want to emphasize exactly what it is you're asking for and why. 
oh, it just shouldn't be this hard. Right. <laughs> it's, oh, she says, this tactic can be effective for readers who don't always take the time to read all of the information. Right. It can be a softer approach than jumping right to, can you look at my last email? <laughs> Three, pose a question. So a couple of examples are, what do you think about whatever you're asking about? What do you think about the design proofs, for example? Do you have time to keep the uh, complete the task requested? Um, are you able to get me the deliverable by a certain date and time? So mm-hmm. those are my, I like the last two that she has. Pick up the phone and I'm a recruiter. So I know back in the day, I didn't like picking up the phone, email for everything. But just like text messages, email, mm-hmm. a lot gets lost in translation. translation. So you to, to maintain you know, some professionalism and understand the person's tone and things like that. Yeah. You may just want to pick up the phone. So, yeah. hey, we get up, we want to get on the same page. Can you get me those deliverables by whatever day? And the last one is drop by. Oh, I'm a cubicle chaser. Oh, yes, I am. I will come oh. to your office in a minute. Knock. And be, hey, I need this. It's especially when your answer or your feedback to the email that I sent, I have a project or a deadline that's depending on that information. Uh-huh. I'm going to drop by. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm not. I'm but COVID is not, you know, you can't do that as much now. Right. But guess what? I'm picking up the phone. Hey, picking up the phone, picking up the phone. So or putting, or putting something on your calendar. You, you oh, should yeah. Your calendar updated. I'm just going to choose a spot. I'm going to put my agenda in, mm-hmm. in the details and oh, we're going to yeah. have a 10 minute chat because mm-hmm. obviously email is not working for you. And I do understand some people have communication practices and some people just don't do well with email. Right. So, That's true. And, you know, a part of it, too, is getting to know the people you work with. You know, mm-hmm. this lack of communication and this passive aggressiveness is also indicative of the company culture. Yeah, that's true. Because are you like if you have 20 people on a team, like only like five of them think it's important enough to return or reply to people's emails, that's a problem. Yeah. Like who are we hiring yeah. here? Yeah. I you know, that's a that's a problem. Yeah. Carly, you had a list. I wanna laugh. <laughs> So let's get, let's, we getting over the serious part, but I want to laugh. This is so funny. So on Working Mother, there was this article posted and it's basically just taking screenshots from Twitter, how they were saying how to respond. What a professional people. resource. Twitter. Right. <laughs> uh, it's just taking things from Twitter mm-hmm. and explaining how they would say different things. They really don't mean, but they're trying to be nice about it. So one of them is yeah. per my last email. And that's equal to in case you suddenly can't read. (laughs) (laughs) What we really mean is in case you can't read, I'm sending this again. (laughs) And the next one is to reiterate equals. This is the last time I'm saying this. (laughs) 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 The next thing is moving forward. And that equals don't try me again. (laughs) (laughs) Right. This is the, all, all the things we think when we say the professional line. <laughs> and then the last one is I've copied blank. That equals, let's see you lie your way out of this. <laughs> right. I'm copying your supervisor, 
his or her supervisor and their supervisor. That's why I always always make it a point to respond. You should have a personal standard. We talk Mm -hmm. a lot about personal brands. And for me, my level of service goes with my personal brand. That's true. So I tell, I've always lived by the rule that I'm going to respond to a person's email if warranted within 24 hours. Even if I don't have all the information, I'm going to reply and say, hey, Mm -hmm. I'm super busy. I've got a lot on my plate, but I'm going to get to this in another day or two. Mm -hmm. And then too, like, what's your personal service level type of standard, Camille? No, it's similar to that. I mean, if somebody sends you an email... Okay, so if if it's a day where I get a lot of emails or it's close to the end of the day, Mm -hmm. I may have one or two slip through the cracks like once every couple months, but... That is my personal standard, Carla. Kind of similar to yours. Yeah. I, and I also want to say, use technology as a resource for you. I yeah. know when I was, when I had, when I was at a bigger organization and we had um, Outlook, mm-hmm. Outlook has everything you need to keep track of what you've responded to, what you haven't responded to. But it, it Outlook did allow me to be more petty <laughs> because <laughs> in Outlook, you can attach your previous email. So you can say, per my last email, which is also attached, <laughs> you can be that way with Outlook. You can also put tasks on there, check them off as you do them. You can really use that tool to prioritize your day or week. So, you know, try to use technology. We have it for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just now with Google, when people use the Google suite as the employer email of choice, mm-hmm. it's harder because they don't have as many options as Microsoft Outlook unless you have like, customized add-ins and all of that and so it's like oh I can't really say per my last email because it could be embedded in another email and it's just Mm -hmm. the whole big crazy mess so I would say use your tools and I'm old-fashioned too I keep a planner yeah I write I have a task list I have a ooh follow up with Carla Yes, I have a planner. Use whatever you need to use to keep maintain a level of service that reflects your personal brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. We're back. So, Carla, the base, I think the foundation of per my last email and passive aggressiveness, I think you hit the nail on the head. When you said have a when you said it's in regards to personal branding mm-hmm. and having a personal standard, mm-hmm. whether you're working for a company or working for yourself, I think that's very important. And it's also very important that people be direct mm-hmm. and feel like they can be themselves at work. Because I'm gonna tie this. I always try to. <laughs> I always try tie stuff back to diversity and inclusion, right? So mm-hmm. some people don't feel like they can be their full selves at work. Yeah. So absolutely. they may have to, they may feel like they have to say per my last email or things that are considered niceties in emails and things like that, because they can't go and say, Hey, Joe, I sent you this email. They can't, they don't feel like 
they can be direct in the work environment. So a part of, and you said it's about company culture. Yeah. I think that companies need to make people feel comfortable to express themselves, you know, directly, but in a professional way. And I think a lot of people don't feel that. And so sometimes that's where you can get, you know, in emails and communications, you know, little subtle passive aggressive notes, like the per my last email and things like that, because you can't, you don't feel like you can come to that person directly and just say what you need to say or say what you need. And it it comes from the top. So if you have your C-suite, that doesn't answer emails at all, or they take a week or two to answer your email, then of course, you know, the the other parts of the workforce are going to think that's okay. And I don't understand why the expectation for the way employees communicate to each other, that should be considered for your values within the company. Mm-hmm. respecting one another, you're respecting each other's time. You're respecting that someone else is depending on you to get their work done. Like it's all working together. And so like organizations should really talk about that. You know, all these conversations we've been having this season on the career salon, it's a lot of stuff that's not in new hire orientation that needs to be in new hire orientation, mm-hmm. including the expectations on how to communicate with your colleagues. Like mm-hmm. we expect you, if your colleague emails you with a deliverable that's due up by a certain date, we expect you to do that like on yeah. time. Yeah. And if that deadline is not good for you, you need to communicate that it's not good for you and yep. propose a new date. Yep. Like things totally like that. Agree. Things like that need to be talked about in orientation. And I think we mm-hmm. miss opportunities talking about the history of the company that is important, but it really doesn't mean anything right now. You know, it doesn't mean anything to the bottom line and how we're treating each other and how we're welcoming people, new people that have differences that Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with all of those things. And I think we just have so many missed opportunities to onboard people and set the tone on how we want the culture to flow. Right. Yeah. I totally agree. And even how you define culture, because people say that in interviews, people say that we want this certain type of culture, but the thing, the things that you want in your culture, you can't even define and you don't, don't even discuss it in orientation. So is it a right. culture really, right. or is it just sound bites? Yeah. A lot of it's just sound bites, like you said, but there is coming a reckoning in corporate America, I believe. Mm-hmm. I really do. People are tired. <laughs> people are tired and people want more and are expecting more from employers all around because employers say things. And I'll just do this as an example. Employers say things, they put it out there. We're going to be this. We're donating to this. We're going to, these are going to be our tenants and we're going to get all this stuff done. Mm-hmm. People, you know, potential employees, they're looking for action right? Action overall in the company. And like you said, in the culture, we're looking for a higher standard. And it it is. uh, Corporate America is past due for a reckoning and just a refresh of the work environment in general. And like you said, everyone needs to have a personal standard. And when we talk about personal branding, like we do all the time, everyone needs to have a personal brand. And also, 
incorporate wherever you work at, or even if you're a business owner, incorporate the culture and, you know, everything into that personal brand and embrace people when they come into the organization. Like you said, Carla, including in orientation. Hey, when somebody communicates with you, when a client or even an internal client sends you an email, you need to respond within 24 hours. That's the courteous thing to do. Yeah. And if you have a more mature level of experience Mm -hmm. and especially in communication, be the bigger Mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. You know, I know I have made some people in my career uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because I just want to have it all out there on the table. And whether you want to discuss it or not, I need to get my job done. So if that's if that means with me being totally transparent and honest in a face to face conversation Mm -hmm. and you feel uncomfortable, I apologize. But I'd rather do that than be passive aggressive and not have an elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that that doesn't help the team, a team dynamic at all. Mm -hmm. That breeds gossip. And backstabbiness, I know that's not a word, but backstabbiness, <laughs> you know, and for the most part, people can say that, yeah, Carla, she told me it wasn't like she was talking behind my back. She told me this. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. So she, no love surprises. It. Love no it, surprises. Love it, love it. No surprises. Be the mature one, step up to the plate and communicate. Even if the other party is uncomfortable, they're going to have to deal with that within themselves. And leaders, if you have people like that in your team, you be the bigger person. You're getting paid to do that job. You have conversations with the people that are passive aggressive on your team and that slow work down. And you tell Mm -hmm. them, like, we expect Mm -hmm. you to communicate and be honest and open. That's how we have our teams. So we expect Mm -hmm. the same thing from you. So we just really need to be out there and raise the level of expectation and the standard in the workplace to get stuff done. Right. And I want to say, if you find yourself, I I don't like, so we all have to check ourselves daily on being passive aggressive because Mm -hmm. it's something that is recurring in, you know, a lot of people. And I know I have to check myself, but- One thing that makes somewhat of a hostile work environment, I know we've talked about this in previous podcasts, is if you are being passive aggressive knowingly and then not saying what you really want to say, and then you're going to other colleagues and peers and people in the workplace and saying what you really wanted to say, that's not cool at all. Or if if you're acting it out towards the person you really want to say it to, but you don't, but you don't speak to them yeah. or you're cold or yeah. you're short with them or yep. it just shows up as mean. Yeah. 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 So on that, we're ending on that note. If you're going to be passive aggressive, which you shouldn't, and you have a problem with someone or you're being passive aggressive and not saying what you really want to say, do not create a toxic environment by going around talking about people and saying what you really wanted to say because that creates a very ugly environment. And so don't be that person. Yeah. You have one job. <laughs> like, don't be that person. So we want to end on that note. Take these little nuggets and incorporate it into your day-to-day work lives. And think about this before you hit send on that per my last email. <laughs> <laughs> per my last email. 
Oh, it's been overused. It's been overused, but we're going to get better. We are going to get better. Yes. All right. Well, thank you all for joining the podcast this week. We really appreciate it. We hope that this has been, this has been a great reminder for me. Oh, has it been a great reminder for you? Yes. Yes. Great reminder. Consciously think about her, my last email, how to say different things and be more direct and open and honest in your conversation with your colleagues. Thank you so much. We appreciate your support and we will see you soon in our next episode. This is Carla, the HR expert. And this is Camille, the recruiting expert. And we're the HR twins. You just finished an episode of the Career Salon podcast. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at The Career Salon. And don't forget to subscribe and follow on all podcast platforms for upcoming episodes.